little bit of culture shock from earlier this year. East Block. Yeah. East Block by Culture Shock featuring uh, Dr. Spock in a headlock sorry sorry alright okay fine good fucking lobsters yes you know it you come to again possibly just the prescription drugs wearing off it's hard to tell at this point you're on stage doing all the dance routines and Miming along, another night on the road. How many shows was it this year? 400, could easily be. You sing the line, If you want to be my lover, you've got to get with my friends. It had always strangely haunted you, that line, and possibly done a reputable damage to your romantic life. After introducing your new lover every time to your friends and demanding he had sex with them all. You couldn't quite shake the feeling that maybe that wasn't what it meant. You look out into the crowd. You're Jerry Halliwell. And this is the 752, 52nd Spice Girls reunion. You're part cyborg at this point, and the year is 3042. You finish the tour, you're exhausted. Frankly, you've had enough of this shit, but there are bills to pay. You leave your flat in the morning and go to pick up your tour money check. Bills, they have to be paid. You go into your manager's office where you've been told to wait. Waiting longer than normal. And then in walks not your manager, but a big old fucking lobster. Huge, massive, red fucking lobster. And he says, hello, Jerry, how was the tour? You know, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was good, actually. Yeah, it was fine. Um, same old, really. Um, anyway, I'm just here to pick up my check. Yes, 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 of course. And the big old fucking lobster just slides across an envelope on the desk. You look in the envelope. But this isn't the normal royalties. This, you were supposed to cut me a check for a million dollars. Oh, no. No, 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 no. We don't pay you in cash anymore, baby girl. We pay you in coffee and memes. Steady job and a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing 30s, love. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. And that is so true that it's almost unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on the sixth day of Christmas, December 2552 and 18, the Chinese year of the International Crustacean Space Station. How are you all? It's uh, good to see some of the, oh, some of the just fucking decent, honest, God-fearing folk out for a better way of life in the chat. They're there. They're already. Mr. Grief. Mr. Humphreys. Mr. Drum and Bass Farmer, Mr. Hooper, uh, Mrs. Uh, Burgoyne, Mr. Ryder. They're all there. Decent, honest, God-fearing folk out for a better way of life. Lobsters. Oh, it's, the, uh, it's Thursday. I'm just, I struggle to, to um, uh, keep track of the days of the week. I have done it best. I mean, that's just the life of the self-employed um, human. But, uh, I mean, I tried to tr- struggle to keep track of the seasons. They all sort of blur into it. In fact, I look. I don't want to get. Look, I don't want to just start off with a rant, but I do. I feel a little bit like these days we might as well just sandwich 
autumn, winter, and spring into one just long expanse of grey. Like, I don't know if there's any point in really dividing that into three seasons anymore. I mean, the seasons are a social construct, really, aren't they, when you think about it? The seasons, I would say, are an, an, an oppressive tool of the tyrannical patriarchy. And I, for one, won't stand for it. Lobsters. Um, yeah, just, just merge them into one. We'll call it Orsprington. Uh, uh, Orsprington. So happy Orsprington. First day of Orsprington today. And uh, it's raining. So that's the thing. So how many days is it to Christmas? 19. I'm going to do a uh, Christmas special on the 21st, I believe. I'm not making noise, that. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, yep, 21st of uh, December will be the Coffee and Memes Christmas special. Going to get Twitty in. Um, my girlfriend, Hayley's going to come in. And we're just going to get pissed up at 10 in the morning. And I uh, think it'll be fun. Uh, maybe try and get Big Jim in. Where's Big? What's going on? Will the Big Jim episode from this week be in the podcast? Yes, that will go up today uh, on the Ranking Radio podcast. Also, yesterday I had a fine chat with a fine gentleman named Jaguar Skills. If you haven't watched that on YouTube already, it is there on my YouTube channel. You'll find it. But that will be up on the Ranking and Friends podcast today. God, there are a lot of different podcasts, aren't they? I struggle to keep track of them myself. But this is the one with the shoe throwers and the hilarious news banter and the lobsters. There's a lot of um there's a lot of weirdness on the Oh, MTV reveals there's a celebrity deathmatch reboot on the way. That's a bit of fun. Um what have we got? Flat Earther offered a hundred grand to anyone who could prove the world was round. Now he's refusing to pay up. <laughs> a desperate woman offers to pay for eyelash treatment with a pasty. And uh, people are fuming. There's not enough green triangles in Quality Street. People need to get their acts together. People need to seriously have a word with themselves. If you're fuming, if you're actually fuming, if you, if like if that has genuinely enraged you, you should see a psychiatrist or something because you've got anger issues. If the lack of green triangles in your Quality Street is causing you actual rage and distress, causing you to do anything beyond. Oh, there are not as many green triangles as there used to be. Anything beyond that, I think you need to see a doctor. I think maybe this is just a symptom of Brexit Britain. Maybe it's uh, simpler than that. How about that no-deal Brexit, eh? Oh, yeah, that smells like a bit of fun. Yeah, let's just... Let's take a shot in the dark. Why not? Who gives a fuck? We're a renegade. We're a little renegade island. We're out on our own. We've got a drink problem. We uh, we never see our kids. We're out of control. Hey, look, got some good tunes. Anyway, got this uh, Tantrum Desire remix of um, Underground by DC Breaks. That's a bit of fun. Uh, got Dust by Dub Physics. Uh, Juby, uh, the Saboteur, which is off that Arcane EP. We've been playing that Stabs track a bit. That's a hot joint, that is. A uh, classic bit of face and current value, wild things, and a bit of oldie worldy panacea. Couple of oldie worldy panacea, but it's one very oldie worldy panacea off of Night Force, a track called "Love Me Habibi," which is a romper stomper. I did a remix of that that never never done came out. Don't know why. Oh, I think I lost I lost the parts for it and never quite managed to finish it. Um, but maybe I'll um, dig that out, finish it off. Just do a little bit of a cut and paste and give that away for free. Never know your luck. And this, Make It Last, Current Value and Panacea. This is a lovely uh, bit of uh, bit of kit. So uh, let's get into this.
So we're broadcasting a little bit quiet there. My apologies. Classic there. Let's make it last by the Panacea and current value. Mm. Yeah, thanks. Anyway, Henry, the male sex robot, goes into production with a lot of demand from women. Rob Wah of the Metro reports, 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 reports. We haven't heard much from the Nightmare Angel of the Expressway. Uh, male feminist Rob Wah for a while. <laughs> I'm only presuming he might not be. Um, anyway. Yeah, sex robot news. I guess I'll guess I'll do the jingle. Sex robot news, sex robot news. Having sex with an inanimate object cuz you can't get a fella to fuck you. What would be the um uh, <laughs> uh that's a bit that's a spicy joke. Um what would be the female equivalent of uh the incels? Um don't know. <laughs> uh, for too long, it seemed like women would miss out on the exciting opportunity to make love to latex sex machines uh, with the lifeless eyes of shop window dummies. But now, along comes Henry, a sex robot with a tireless 11-inch silicon schlong, and demand for women is already high. Uh, his makers claim... Henry is ready to go into production, along with other male sex dolls, Michael, Mick, and Nate. Uh, each with customizable skin, hair, and of course, penis. Says Real Botics. Okay. Oh, it's our boy, Matt McMullen. Uh, Matt McMullen of Real Botics. Uh, I thought it was Real Doll. Oh, he fucking knows. Um, maybe I'm glad that my sex robot knowledge is not exactly on point. Matt McMullen, 
of Real Botic says, We've had a lot of uh, inquiries, a lot more than you think from women who want a sex partner. Well, not just a sex partner, but a companion, you know, someone to talk to and that, you know, but, but, you know, you know, you know, women, yeah. You know, lasses and that, like, you know, they like the sex and that, but they also like having a chat. You know, gay, geezers and that, like, they just, they're out chopping down wood, fighting bears, you know, getting their hands dirty and that, and they want to come in, have, you know, straight up missionary sex, and then just go to sleep. They don't like, men don't like to open their mouths, uh, apart from for eating and dr- drinking whiskey and, uh, the women, the women, they like converse. They like to chat, don't they? You know, lasses. You know, you've met them, haven't you? Uh, I said, well, you know, he could listen to you. Uh, he'll remember everything, but he's not going to be able to take out the trash or fix the sink or anything like that. Hey, good to see Matt McMullen is still in the 1970s. Uh, Henry can make conversation and even tell jokes, uh, his makers promise. Um <laughs> <laughs> the Real Botics Twitter account has done a Twitter poll um, with the, posing the statement, I want a robot who will, and then the options are, love me unconditionally, do the household chores, or teach me new things. And uh, in at number one is, love me unconditionally, with 58% of the votes, uh, followed by, do the household chores, um, and... Uh, yeah, lastly, teach me new things. They didn't have on that uh, suck me off into another dimension, which is a shame because I think that probably would have come up tops. Uh, the female version of Henry... Um, female. Uh, okay, you've got the words around the wrong way there, Rob Wah. The female version of... Uh, yes, the female version of Henry, Harmony, went on sale earlier this year, saying in an advert, I'm the first generation real doll X designed to be a companion, friend, and lover. And... It looks every bit the male feminist. Um, let's get him up. Where is he? Henry? Henry's just asked if you wanted a back rub. <laughs> uh, Henry has just asked if everything's all right at home. He's just invited you to a play um, that a friend of his is putting on. There he is. Uh, he's just invited you to his po- the, a reading from his new poetry book. Uh, Henry, um, Henry has just spiked your drink. No, Henry, don't! What's wrong with you? Oh, God. Um, I'm fully equipped with facial animation. When activated, my X mode will allow me to fulfil your wildest sexual fantasies. Uh, Harmony Coos, I will love you forever. Nothing creepy. I want to see two sex dolls going at it. That's the dream, isn't it? Sex doll on sex doll action. That is the future the Tide Podders want. They just, yeah, Harmony and Henry just going at it and going at it until their batteries run dry. Maybe if you could plug them into, if you, yeah, if they've got a mains adapter, they could just be on it permanently for, you know, 24 hours a day. You could live stream it. Maybe there could be some, they'd get a work experience boy in there to keep lubricating stuff, you know, once it's all sort of worn down. Just keep going until basically their latex flesh has just worn off them and it's just two sort of gradually wearing out machines. Just, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> what else have we got? Uh, what's Rob War on about? Oh, um... Indiana Jones's Ark of the Covenant is found in a remote church guarded by monks. I wonder whether or not it is full of coffee and memes. You never know. They say it wasn't behind the Aldi. Oh, that's a shame. Remember the magic god box in the Indiana Jones classic Raiders of the Lost Ark? Uh, where the Nazis open it up and it melts the little Gestapo guy's face off? We sure do. Uh, well, some American Christians claim they've tracked down the uh, real Ark of the Covenant in a remote African church where it's guarded by monks, although sadly not by spike traps and massive rolling stone balls. All right, Rob Wah. It's probably wise to take this story with a pinch of salt, you reckon, but the US-based Bible Archaeology Search and Exploration Institute base certainly seems pretty convinced and claim to have interviewed a monk who is the guardian of the Ark. These are probably the same twats that sent that geezer over to the island to um, try and convert the untouched tribe and just got fucking riddled full of arrows. In the Bible, the Ark of the Covenant is a chest containing the tablets of the Ten Commandments. Well, yeah, thou shalt not repost memes without credit. 
is one of them, apparently. Uh, and there are various theories as to where it ended up. The base researchers admit they're not 100% sure it's real. <laughs> they might as well be fucking NASA scientists at this point. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, but claim to have spoken to some locals, including the monk, who is the guardian of the Ark, at the Church of Our Lady Mary of Zion in the city of Aksum in Ethiopia. Our researchers, uh, such as Harry Moskov, have dismissed the find as a hoax. Uh, what is this, Metro researchers? Anyway, in a remarkably vivid account, former police officer Bob Cornuk says, I was able to speak through an interpreter with the guardian of the Ark, who told me that no other man besides himself could lay eyes on the Ark, <laughs> that, <laughs> that it was an absolutely holy object. Uh, he said that the world would not be allowed to pollute it by looking at it. Uh, that's convenient, isn't it? That's a little bit like a friend of mine said that he had a hmm, a snares, I think maybe, but it was like a, maybe like a snares too. Uh, that it doesn't actually exist, but it, uh, he said it was in his attic. His parents had got it for him from America, and uh, he wasn't allowed to play it when uh, friends friends came round. He was only allowed to play it when he was on his own which is convenient really um uh, he added that he and the villagers would protect the ark with the with their lives if necessary interestingly we were shown two silver trumpets that bore a remarkable similarity to the trumpets pictured on the ark of titus in rome uh, commemorating the roman conquest of jerusalem and the destruction of the temple in 70 a.d i don't really see a trumpet as being a a good enough piece of evidence that the Ark of the Covenant exists. I, you know, call me a cynic, call me a critic, uh, call me an absolute prick, but I just, that's not doing it for me. Trumpets like these were an essential part of the implements used in temple worship. Um, I'm bored of that story now. Let's play this uh, Tantrum Desire remix of DC Breaks. Come on, that's a, that's a bit of fun. Oh, God. Let's get Henry, the male, male feminist sex robot, off the screen. No need for that, is there? You better gear. It's a bit rascal.
Offering Mr. Desire. Yes, yes, yes. I give you uh, four DCs out of breaks. Lovely stuff. Uh, right, what have we got here? Uh, desperate woman offers to pay for eyelash treatment with a pasty. Um, yeah, so uh, it's a it's a um, text message conversation uh, between a couple of lasses. Uh, one of them offers eyelash treatment, the other interested in eyelash treatment. Uh, but the one interested, she has no cash. So um, she's just sort of attempting to get back to a communist bartering system. Communist detected. Um, uh, well, no, actually, that's quite... <laughs> Uh, this is funny. Um, okay, so uh, enter um, lady ne- in need of treatment. Aya love, can you do me a big favour? Go on. My fella's not been paid today and I'm desperate for me app tomorrow, me appointment tomorrow, love. If I can pay you in fake notes and give you a double, would you mind? <laughs> so you'd be getting double the money. We have loads. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell people that the notes are fake. That's how they... That's that's not how it works. You absolute moron. Um, uh, The the lashier, the the lady at the lashery. Is that what you call him, a lashery? It's like a patisserie, but for lashes. Um, Anyway. uh, No, sorry. Uh, I'll work something out so I can squeeze you in when you have the cash. Um, please, love. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't, chick. For fuck's sake, <laughs> I'm really bad, desperate. Come on, love, I'll even bring you a pasty for your dinner. <laughs> she she needs those lashes. If she doesn't have the lashes, game over. Waste of time. No, Not even any point in being alive. If she's prepared to cough up fake notes and pasties, you know she's in a fucking pickle. Um... She goes on to say, Got some nice trainers as well from B&M. You can take for your little one. She will look lovely in them. They've never been worn. I only got them yesterday. Or I can give you the receipt and you can get the cash back on them. And I'll owe you next time. (laughs) And then after receiving no reply, Disgusting. Not even bothering to reply to me. It's not like you need the money. Even, (laughs) Even offered you my kids trainers for your little one. Won't bother you in the future. Like well, firstly, you've asked her to commit a crime by receiving fake, <laughs> fake notes, um, and then after your offer of a pasty was uh, turned down, you've immediately turned. Uh, it's like some creepy dude on Tinder that gets turned down, and then like, hey, so do you want to go out sometime? Yeah, let's 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 go. Out. Um, probably not actually. No thanks. Yeah, you're a fucking ugly bitch. I hate you. Hey, why won't you go out with me? What's wrong with you, bitch? You think you're too good for me? Like. Okay, so my first reaction to you looking a bit creepy was it turned out to be correct. So, and all you're doing now is reinforcing it. Oh dear. Well, um, I mean, I'm sorry to hear that. This is um, <clears throat> people are now taking. Uh, oh no, she's got a sign up in the window now saying, "Sorry, we do not accept pasties. <laughs> we don't take pasties." And uh, people are posing with pasties outside the uh, outside the shop. Oh, they've doxed her. They've got the shop with the phone number up on the on that Bible. Uh, I guess it's a public business. <sighs> right. Uh, I don't. Do we need to get into this thing about people f- losing their shit over there not being enough green triangles in Quality Street? Well, I mean, R- Lab Bible consider it new, so I guess we do too. Um, pregnant woman cries over her favourite chocolate. No need for that, is there? Uh, December is here, and that means that time has arrived when it's appropriate to crack out the chockies. Uh, but customers uh, of some family favourites have been less than pleased with this year's offering. Um, oh, wow. Okay, so um, someone has bought a large, very quite a large tin of um, Quality Street. And there are no green triangles in there. Um, and <laughs> so they've qu- tweeted at Quality Street UK 
Uh, this is from a Twitter account called um, PopQR1. It says, I literally made a brand new Twitter account just to tell you I'm disappointed with this. Not a single green triangle in the can. Some fucking sick joke. Right, okay. Someone needs professional help here. That is, that's too much. Oh, and more people tweeting. Um, so, went to buy my standard quality streets for under the Christmas tree. Only three green triangles and four, or, four orange bisques. Orange bisques? Anyway, for the whole box. And no green triangles are everyone's faves. Um, but they, have the employees been eating them before they get boxed? This is a fucking disgrace. Quality Street are alt-right Nazis and they need to be shut down. Right, things escalate quickly on Twitter, don't they? Uh, in an interview with iNews, a Nestle spokesperson said he couldn't give a fuck. Um, said it takes cost, weight and nutrition <laughs> into consideration during the process. They take nutrition into consideration for Quality Street. All right. A spokesperson said the Quality Street assortment is made up of three different types of sweets. Fruit creams, chocolates, and toffee and fudge. Um, each tub is broadly split into thirds along these lines, which is why you will get sweets like the Strawberry Delight, uh, one of only two fruit creams. You get fewer of the purple ones and green triangles, and they are uh, just two of the five mainly chocolate-based sweets. Um, again, not entirely sure why I got into this news story. I don't feel it's offering quite as much as I would like it to. I mean, it's you know, it's no sex robot story, is it? I'll be honest with you. Uh, bloke makes incredible advent calendar out of Frey Bantos pies. Maybe that was Jim. Who knows? Um, the Scottish note hate crime uh, business. Um, Australian nude cleaning company introduces men to its rotor. That's nice. Right, look, let's have this... Um a bit of dub physics here, it's nice. It's called dust.
That's a solid fucking offering there from Dub Physics. Woo, it's called Dust. It's on the homegrown EP. Mm, you're an absolute sexual terrorist, mate. Do more look on your face. Postman foils robbery by telling Thug with shotgun to piss off and laughing in his face. Wow. Um, what a hero. Uh, Britain's bravest postie uh, foiled his 14th robbery uh, by laughing in the armed robber's face and telling him to piss off. Paul Bennett, 59. He's a bad motherfucker of a postie. Um, Paul Bennett, 59, was working alone at a post office when a pair of would-be wobbers threatened him with a shotgun. I stuck a fucking song off in his face, didn't I? Um, but they were more than a little surprised when the dad of two gave them their marching orders, and they eventually gave up and left. Paul started working at his parents' post office when he was 15, and that says that nothing phases him. <laughs> Do you think you see a lot of sites working in a post office? I guess it's probably not like working in a brothel or something, is it? Or working in an STD clinic, or working in an A&E. I mean, I don't know, how wild... Yeah, obviously there are robberies, but, like, reasonably, how wild can shit get in the post office? <laughs> Maybe it's just like Mardi Gras every day. Where is he? East Grinstead. Fucking <laughs> shit's going off in East Grinstead. These people are... These posties are out of control. They're drunk most of the time. Uh, this we know to be true. They finish work at, like, one. They go straight to the pub, and they're just imbibing... Unit after unit of strong, frothy, nut-brown ale. And then by three, they're shit-faced, basically, and they're trouble. They're more trouble than they're worth, if you ask me. This, hopefully, the robots can take the job, and these drunk posties can bloody, you know, can do one. Anyway, he said, Two guys walked into the post office. One stayed by the door. The other one uh, came straight up to the counter. He had a hold-all with a shotgun porking out the front. He said, Give me the money! The police said uh, he must have been. He must. Have, he, said, <laughs> he said, "Give me the money." The police said he must have been to robber school. <laughs> I wonder if he had like a little, uh, like, uh, thing over his eyes. Well, he's got like a sort of um, eye eye patch. No, what? I don't know what you would call that. A little sort of mask, but just over the eyes. Um, uh, I actually said, "Piss off!" He said, "No, mate. I'm serious. Open the safe." I said, it's not going to happen, and walked away from him to the counter where I got a brick wall between me and them. Uh, it was just a case of, no, it's highly unlikely you were going to shoot me, otherwise you would have done something. He looked at the other guy and shook his head, and they left. <laughs> I think he was just surprised I said no. It was all over in a minute. I think I was more annoyed than anything else. Well, I do tend to keep quite calm. <laughs> Jesus, you're a bad motherfucker. Um, police have now appealed for witnesses. God, they don't even know who it was. Paul added, I actually built this post office 30 years ago. And I worked for the post office and bank and I've worked for the post office and banks for 40 years. There were many wobblies in the 80s and 90s. It has definitely fl- it has definitely flowed up recently. Flowed up? Uh, he says it was unfortunate, but added, I'm not gonna have any nightmares about it. He's what what phases him? What's happened to him in his life that this just doesn't phase him at all? Like, I don't know, has he done a few tours of Afghanistan? Has he you know what? what uh. Paul said the scariest attempted robbery was when somebody actually fired the shotgun at the post office in uh, South London back in 1980s. Uh, but he still didn't give up any money. Man, he is a company man, isn't he? He is a uh, he is a loyal employee. Well, maybe too loyal, actually, in, in many ways. Because um, sadly, the post office have, um, <laughs> have commented. They say um, they don't give a fuck about him and they would rather he was dead. So that, that is rough, isn't it? Like, he's there doing a great job. He's, you know, he's been a posty man and boy, uh, fending off robberies, saving the cash, and they, they, they just clearly don't like him. I mean, the post office are known for saying uh, stuff like that. I think maybe you just catch him in a bad mood. Don't know. Uh, humpback whales could hold the key to communicating with aliens in alien. Oh, fucking hell! Humpback whales could hold the key to communicating with alien intelligence. Say experts. Yeah, like I um, when uh, Brexit was first about before the first record before the referendum, um, there were a lot of people uh, that were like, uh, you know, they had like a list of people that are. Um, up for Brexit and people that are against Brexit and the people that were like against Brexit it was like a who's who 
of very famous, intelligent people, you're, you're experts and stuff. And then people were sort of on the news going like, people are actually fed up with experts. People have had enough of, of experts. That, frankly, they've had enough of facts. They're saying there are too many facts, there are too many experts, and they've had enough of it. And I remember at the time thinking, that's so stupid. Who could possibly think like that? But I'm telling you, I'm there now. I've had enough of these experts. Humpback whales hold the key to communicating with aliens. Jesus, these are oh, honestly... <laughs> Right, Jeff Parsons of the Metro reports, 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 reports. Uh, alien experts, oh, they're alien experts, right? They're experts on aliens, okay. They're lunatics. Alien experts believe humpback whales may hold the key to communicating with beings from outer space. The US-based Search for extra- Extraterrestrial Intelligence, SETI, um, believes that patterns in whale songs could be adapted to other species to form an emotional bond. As such, they've launched a new project to try and use maths to understand what the humpback whales are trying to say to each other. Um, turns out that the humpback whales are just absolutely roasting each other the whole time. They have a very dark sense of humour and they're racist. Wow. Uh, our project funded by the Templeton World Charity Foundation is to investigate the vocal and social behaviour of humpback whales using quantifying measures such as the mathematics of information theory. Um, explained SETI Institute research scientist Lawrence Doyle. Not big loser. One goal includes developing a kind of intelligence filter for use in the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. The project has several aims, including using the whales as a basis to develop a comprehensive framework to understand friendship, love, devotion and trust in non-human groups. Sounds like fun. Uh, They also want to study collective behaviour and group dynamics over both short and long time periods. They say this could be a measure of group intelligence. The plan is to quantify just how much complexity there is in communications once the whales start roasting each other. Uh, Another goal uh, includes an effort to measure empathy in humpback whales, uh, which have been known to save other marine animals from, for example, orca pods, Doyle said. Finally, we wish to understand the individual interaction of socialising and feeding humpback whales. For this study, we will develop a five-element hydrophone array in southeast Alaska starting in the summer of 2019. Well, how about that? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, how about that? Um, What should we have next? There's a few other bits in here. Let's have this uh, Jubi, Jubai, Jubay, um, Jubster. The Jubster with the Saboteur. Yeah, Rob Humphreys is right. These humpback whales, they're mainly just slagging off dolphins.
Yeah. Oh. Lovely oldie worldy tech step vibe on this. Very nice. Saboteur by Juby. So now I'm uh, Metalheads. Jubai. Jubay. Jubay. Duvay. Flat Earther! Offered 100 grand to anyone who could prove the Earth was round. Now he's refusing to pay up. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Flat Earthers have been out uh, at the headlines lately, but don't worry, they're still there. Quietly choosing to ignore all scientific evidence that shows the Earth is a globe. I'm getting angry on social media. And so to YouTube, where a user calling himself Flat Out Hero has offered 100 grand, uh, which he absolutely definitely has, of course, to anyone who could offer him proof that the Earth is not flat. Uh, the video was captioned, It's impossible, but don't tell the globetards that. Uh, this is the final nail in the ball earth coffin. And I'm happy to be the one to hammer it in. It also saw him call out fellow YouTuber Wolfie6020 as he laid out the challenge. Well, I don't like the sound of this Wolfie6020. I'd, you know, I just think it's, it's worth um, definitely levying suspicion at anyone whose YouTube um, handle has numbers in it. Um, in fact, anyone whose name has numbers in it. Takeshi69, um, the Birmingham Six. Yeah, just, just it's worth levying suspicion at them. Um, so what is this challenge? Well, he requested that Wolfie use flight charts to navigate a plane from point A to point B, from point B to point C, before heading home, making sure that the exact same distance is flown between each point and that only 90 degree turns are made. Sounds confusing AF to me. Um, uh, but Wolfie was keen, so keen, in fact, that he took on the challenge. Um, in a video he posted in October titled, This Flat Earther Owes Me a Hundred Grand, he shared the flight path, which seemed to fit all necessary requirements of the challenge. Uh, seems fair enough, right? Man sets challenge, other man completes challenge, surely the hundred grand is as good as in his bank. Yeah, well, no. After explaining what he'd done, Wolfie asked Flat Out Hero if he had the money uh, ready, uh, but he responded by saying that he hadn't intended the word chart to be used as a verb. What? He also added that he didn't want electronic charts to be used, prompting Wolfie to upload another video showing that his flight paths could be mapped, could still be mapped on paper. Um, I'm shocked and appalled that the decent, honest, God-fearing folk of the flat Earth community are not paying up. Well, they're not paying up because obviously the Earth is flat, it's flat and hollow. And so this um, this Wolfie character, um, who I I am deeply suspicious of. Um, 
he is he's probably in the gang with the Takeshi Six Nine boys with Snoo Snoo, um, Shotty, uh, Bumby, Tinky Winky, uh, La La and Poe, and uh, yeah, now he's he's trying to extort money uh, of this poor innocent flat flat out hero. And he's probably going to spend it on on drugs. Oh, he's going to spend it on Percocets, Xanax, uh, the Sizzup, uh, face tattoos, and a big titty goth girlfriend. And I, for one, won't stand for it. Um, so what, what do we think, guys? Earth round or flat? Or flat and hollow? Or round and hollow? Let me know. Uh, maybe by the end of the show, we'll have this debate <laughs> all sewn up. Now, look, to play us out, a bit of uh, oldie worldy panacea off a of night force. Um, this is a, an absolute riot of a tune. Uh, it's called Love Me Harambi. I mean, Habibi. Uh, big up to Schlubes, who's taken time off work to tune into the show. What, what a good lad. Wakefield's there. Uh, I need to listen to the tune you sent me. I will do. I hear it's got Treyman's in it. Some people saying the earth is bell-end shaped, oblong, donut, uh, flat and round at the bottom. See, that's the, that's it, isn't it? It's a globe cut in half, so it's flat on the top but globed underneath. We're both, we're all right. Tom Cam says that I say the earth is flat enough, I might start believing it. Look, all I'm saying is just... Look into it.
that is an absolute romper stomper. It's uh, Love Me Habibi by Zipanasir. Yeah. If you missed our uh, chat earlier in the week, fucking don't, all right? It's on Wednesday. You can go back and listen to it on the podcast or on the... No, it wasn't. It was on Tuesday. My apologies. I'm sorry. I take it all back. The earth, the world, the earth is round. Um, yes, indeed. Look, I want to get on to... Um, Look, I know we're, we're, we're technically running over, but look, I've had this, uh, uh, I'm the victim of a hate crime, says man whose Scottish banknote was rejected. Uh, that's been in the browser all week. And I, I just, you know, I, I, frankly, I want rid of it. I'm sick of it. Richard Hartley Parkinson of the Metro reports, 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 Father claims that he has been the victim of a hate crime after a post office turned him away. Uh, Patrick Burgess uh, with his son Daniel, 12, um, uh, went into a branch in Kent to deposit a Scottish £10 note uh, given to him by his aunt in St Andrews. Uh, They turned him away, so he contacted police and believes he is the victim of a hate crime. (sighs) It's that, uh, yes, okay. Um, Mr Burgess said, I asked if they would accept euros, American or Australian dollars. Uh, the cashier replied that they would. I confirmed with her that the only notes they would not take were Scottish or Irish. Um, to which he replied, yes. In my opinion, it's racist and it's a hate crime. <laughs> he actually said that. Right, first first thing here, Scottish and Irish people, they're not a race. Um, but And all the other people, that all the other currencies, they're all white as well. So it's not really... A, <laughs> Not the issue there, is it? Kent police confirmed that they had conducted initial inquiries into the incident. Yeah, because the great thing is that we've got, like, way more police than we need and, like, way more resources than we need. Like, they've just got resources coming out of their bum holes. Like, the police is, is so overfunded and stuff that they can afford to just go off and investigate shit like this or investigate, you know, oh, someone said, tweeted me something mean. Can you go and, go and investigate them? It's not technically a crime, but can you go and tell them off? Yeah, yeah, we've got, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll just put down London knife crime for a little bit. Let's not worry about that. Yeah, yeah, let's, um, you know, let's just ignore violent crime for a second and we'll just go and investigate non-crimes. Brilliant, yeah. Fuck's sake. The Bank of England website states, seven banks in Scotland and Northern Ireland are authorised to issue banknotes. These notes make up the majority of banknotes in Scotland and Northern Ireland and legislation is in place to ensure that note holders have a similar level of protection to that they would from the Bank of England notes. Despite this, Scottish and Northern Irish banknotes are not classified as legal tender anywhere in the UK. Equally, Bank of England notes are not legal tender in Scotland and Northern Ireland. After facing criticism for contacting the police, he said he's changed his mind and has put the incident down to ignorance. Another post office accepted the note. Well, that's a happy ending to the show, isn't it? Man thinks ridiculous shit, is corrected by the world, and has changed his mind. That is, that's nice, isn't it? You know, I think the world's a better place for it. And, um, yeah, maybe, maybe not call the police if somewhere won't accept your Scottish note. <sighs> May the Lord have mercy on us all. Well, look, to play us out, classic little bit of face and current value. It's called Wild Thing, and uh, it's on the Face and Friends EP. It's literally everyone in the chat Scottish. The Scotch. You probably won't want to join my campaign to rebuild Hadrian's Wall then. Build the wall. Build the wall.
just leaves me time to shout out the VIP list. It's a list of bad motherfuckers supporting the show and the station as a whole on Patreon. And for just $10 a month, you can have your name on this list and you can contribute to the wonderful world of Threshold.fm. Join the ranks of Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Moss and Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Sierra and R, Michael Kaziski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson. Um, oh, I've been so lot. I'm going to go back here. I've been pronouncing, um, uh, I've been saying Sierra and R, uh, and he was recently got in touch and told me it's pronounced Dave. Uh, so that's Dave, Matthew Kaczynski, uh, Matthew Tomkin, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heichelbeck, and John Finnison. Whew. What a bunch of lookers. Uh, Jungle Nation every month in Aberdeen. When am I playing? Whenever they book me. <laughs> Dundee re- Reading Rooms, Reading Rooms. Hey, look! I'm, if someone books me, of course I'll come and play in Scotland. Or we can have a lobster, big lobster day out. Played in Edinburgh a few times. Good, good value. Then I could go and see the most Scottish man alive, uh, DJ Hostage. Yes, Wild Things by Face and Current Value. And it just leaves me a couple of moments to say, listen, guys, I love you all very dearly. You mean a lot to me. And uh, I'm I'm absolutely loving doing this show and loving that people are loving it. And it's all just a lot of love. So be nice to each other. Be nice to each other in the Lobster Crew Facebook group. Um, Sam, I'm looking at you. (laughs) Be nice to each other. Um, you know, if people people post stuff that's already been on the show. There's no need to use coarse language against them. I don't expect everyone to listen to every single show beginning to end. Um, of course, if you do, you you're, you're one of my favourites. But you know, just let's, let's just just be all decent, honest, God fearing folk out. Remember, we're out for a better way of life, better quality of morning radio, better quality of pegging from our um, from our partners. Look. I will be back at 3pm today to do Rankings Records. Uh, that'll be on Facebook, on the Threshold page and the High Ranking page. And uh, then tomorrow, 10am as standard. God, we're 54 episodes in. That's crazy. Um, thanks to everyone that's downloading the podcast. Um, that helps enormously. And everyone that's sharing and everyone that's commenting and everyone that's being nice. Um, and to the two people that have disliked uh, the Coffee and Memes video on Facebook. I say, fuck you. Okay. All right. Good. I'm glad to have got that off my chest. Um, cool. All right. I love you all dearly. I will see you later on. Increase the peace, decrease the grief. Much bloody love. <laughs>